What is up, everybody? This is Dr. Joe Armstrong. Today, we are getting back to a case study that we really didn't get a good rap on. We're talking about our calf mortality case study that ended up being BVD related. So if you want to listen to all of those episodes and get caught up, that's 102, 128, 139, and then episode 150. So where did we leave off? We left off. We had found six PI calves. We got rid of all six of those calves. We found no more BVD PIs on the farm. Now, the only untested animals left on the farm was our unborn calf crop for 2023. Here's where things get interesting, and I'm not going to lie to you. We're going to tell you exactly what happened, not what I hoped would happen. In this situation, I'm advising this herd on what to do. They are a friend of mine, so... We're working through it together. Call it what you want, whatever it is. Did I drop the ball? Potentially. Did the producer drop the ball? Potentially. Either way, miscommunication in some way where it was not communicated effectively by me that those calves needed to be tested as they hit the ground. That was really important for figuring out if we had any BVDPIs left on the place because our only untested group left on the farm were those unborn calves. And if there's a PI in there, that's the only place it could be. This producer has other stuff going on in their life, a couple other challenges in their life, and I'm not going to go into details in any way, but their life got really complicated really quickly. And that definitely played a part in whether or not this happened because of all those other challenges, all the other things on their mind, The cattle became not the priority, and that is 100% okay, and that's how things work sometimes. And that's why it's important if you are a veterinarian out there listening, you got to know what's going on in your producer's lives. They can't always be on top of everything. And I personally should have checked in more on this case to make sure this was happening and it was getting done and to express again the importance of it. Would it have gotten done? I don't know because of the other challenges going on, but we didn't get it done. That's the end of the day. So now what? 2023 calving season went way better than 2022 and certainly way better than 2021. Everything went quite well. And these animals are performing well in the feedlot where we have low mortality, low morbidity. So do I expect there to be a PI in this group? No, but we are going to check, right? That was the next step. It didn't happen when it needed to but we need to check now. So we checked all the calves as they entered the feedlot, didn't find anything. To be safe, we're going to check all the calves that are born in 2024 calf crop as they hit the ground. Now that things have settled down a little bit, everybody's life is a little bit more put together, and I've gotten back on top of my game to express how important it is that we check. That will leave no one untested on this farm for BVD. They haven't acquired any new animals Everything has been home raised so far. Any bulls that are coming in, they're being tested to make sure we're not introducing BVD in that way. I think this is a great example of how the real world works. Life gets in the way of some things and miscommunications happen. And it just emphasizes how much you need to be on top of it in your veterinary role 
to check in and make sure, hey, this is really important. It needs to get done. And I didn't do that as effectively as I could have. In combination with that, producers got a lot on their mind and it, it, it happens. It happens. Other things get in the way. Now, what we do about it next is how we recover from that. How do we get back on top of our game? Not a big deal to go back in and redo some of this testing, especially since everything's going well and we got lucky in that way. But basically, because everything's going so well, we're going to call it a wrap on this case study. It's been hanging out there in the open. I know some of you have been waiting for an update and this is it. Things are going really well and we're going to do some final checks and double checking to make sure we caught everything. And there's a potential that this producer might just see the benefit of let's just do this every year. Ear notch the calves every year as they hit the ground, send them in for testing. The chances are super low, but it gives me peace of mind. It's not that expensive when we pool our samples and we test them in big pools. It's a good peace of mind to have when you've had this problem in the past. So I think that's probably the direction we're headed on this, but I'm going to call this case a wrap. We started with some really bad calving issues and a lot of dead calves. We improved that. We found another issue, which turned out to be BVD, improved that. And now we're back on track to where this producer can roll and make money and be really good managers, which they already are, and just let their cattle work for them. And I'm really excited to, to see how they do in this 2024 calf crop. I think it's going to be the best one yet. And we'll have a lot more peace of mind with knowing that we've taken care of the BVD aspect. So in talking through this case and using it as a teaching model for a lot of different people, one of the things that comes up and what we'll wrap with today is talking about these cow side tests or these SNAP tests designed to identify BVD antigen. They're, they're individual test kits that you can have on hand. I think they're excellent and they're a great way to identify animals if you're buying just one or if you're looking at introducing new animals to your herd and you just have a small number. Those cow side snap tests are great. Now, what I will say, looking at the insert on the snap tests, there's an option to use either an ear notch or serum. I 100% recommend using an ear notch over serum. I know with some animals, when you're talking about show animals, ear notch might not be preferable. So in those cases, that might be the exception, but the numbers for using an ear notch and being able to absolutely trust a negative result, which is the most important thing. We got to know that animal is not a PI, so they need to test negative and we need to believe that negative. You want to use an ear notch over serum based on the numbers that I'm seeing for the sensitivity and the specificity of those tests. So yes, I do think those SNAP cow side tests are a good idea if you're trying to control or manage your biosecurity for BVD. If you just have a couple animals and you really want to know right now, they're excellent. Absolutely something to have on hand. The other question that comes up with those cow side tests is what about animal age? Is that going to impact my results? So far, based on some of the research and the papers that are available, the answer is no. Calf age won't impact that. And so far, it looks like even with some of the tests that are out there, they've done some work to look at ages all the way down to day two. 
So at birth, I don't have a lot of data to tell me if those cow side tests work right at birth, but I have data to tell me that at day two, they're working. I think it's perfectly fine to use those cow side tests at any age, and I have good data to show me that they're working. So if you got a lot of animals to test, I recommend ear notches, pooled samples using a PCR test. If you've got individual animals, and you just need an answer now, especially when you're worried about having to quarantine them in any way and you're lacking space, the SNAP tests are great. Cow side test, preferably use an ear notch over using serum for those tests. All right, I think that's plenty to think about when it comes to this case study, and I hope this gives everybody a little bit of closure on this case study. It's been running for a while. We might have periodic updates about this producer and their operation just to see how things are going, but that's it for this case study. We're wrapping it. No more calf mortality case study, BVD case study. We'll have to find a new one. This one's done. With that, comments, questions, scathing rebuttals, those go to the Moose Room at umn.edu. You can also call us, leave a voicemail, and I will get back to you. 612-624-3610. Find us on Twitter at UMN Moose Room and at UMN Farm Safety. Find Bradley on Instagram at UMN W-C-R-O-C Dairy. Check out the website extension.umn.edu. And that is a wrap. Thank you for listening, everybody. We will catch you next week. Bye. Bye.